Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Today is our NFL Week 3 Sunday recap episode. I am Chad Millman, and I am joined by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, my co-host, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Let me ask you a question before I bring you in. Is it possible that we are already outsmarting ourselves? We're going to get into it, but I feel like we left some serious wins on the board today. And like when when you get on the call and I get on the call, do the podcast, and we both look at each other and we're like, how did we end up with this game in our final five? I feel like our process went way, way wrong. <laughs> yeah, definitely had some regrets. Um I don't know what the hell happened to us. We were we were we were on such a clear path on Thursday, and we just got totally totally off the tracks on Sunday. So um, we might have to start doing your plan, which is putting our picks in on Thursday, and then yeah. if we want if we need to change them, we will. But I think you're right. I think we need to avoid Sunday because we we were locked in this week, and uh, yeah, had some some bad misses. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. They believe that every sport should be epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, see for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION, and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. You must be 21 or older. You must be present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER, that's in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. Even though uh, producer Tito is not here tonight, if I don't say you can catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube and you don't subscribe and you don't give us a like, he's going to be very upset. So please do it. Do it for Tito. Oh boy. Simon. Simon. Yeah. We had Denver plus five and a half. We had Atlanta plus three and a half. We had Carolina plus five and a half. We had Houston plus seven and a half. 
We had New Orleans plus one and a half. We are two and three on the day. Our last bet in Denver plus five and a half. <laughs> Our last out England, New <laughs> New England minus two and a half. This was a weird, weird freaking day. And let me just say this, okay? I want to point something out. On Thursday, when we locked, we liked the Texans, we liked the Pats, the Saints, Cleveland, we liked Las Vegas, we liked Denver, and we liked the Bucks. So we had four teams that we really, really liked that we were ready to roll with on Thursday. And somehow, only a couple of those made it in, and the rest were flyers, which was unreal. What happened to us? Let's start with Houston. Houston plus seven and a half. Never in question. You got that right. Said you got that right. So, got that right. We thought we thought the Jags could not compete. Uh, we, we thought the Jags were way overrated. Talk about C.J. Stroud because you had been on C.J. Stroud for more than a week, saying he's the best rookie quarterback. And today, I thought he looked. He kind of looked extraordinary. He made Trevor Lawrence look like he was regressing. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty impressive uh, game by CJ, but it, it was definitely just a Trevor Lawrence meltdown. Like as much as I want to take credit for, you know, he did make some good throws, CJ, and Houston's offense did look good. Um, that was all Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that they're they're the the secondary is terribly banged up for Houston, and the Jaguars could not move the ball so. Yeah, every day. Even though Tennessee lost, I still I'm still feeling pretty good about our divisional bet on Tennessee. But the Houston stuff's weird. Like they're just that team, no matter how bad or how good the Jaguars are. It seems like they own the Jaguars. So um happy we stayed away from them, Survivor Jaguars. I did take a hard look at that number. And yeah, like I know we were scared off because we had both got nine and a half and ten on this number with Houston, but even at seven and a half, we were just like, this is too good of a number, like such a key number, seven and a half. And it's such a good matchup. Um, yeah. Luckily, we didn't talk ourselves out of that one. One of the few that we didn't talk ourselves out of, the Jacks have not been good all season. Nah. Um, and they made CJ Stroud like they looking back, you know, you can always do the transitive property. Right. And you sort of can can have some 2020 hindsight. That game against the Colts, turns out they were incredibly lucky. The Colts might be much better than we thought they were. That game against the Chiefs, turns out they probably should have lost 34 to 9 or whatever it was because the Chiefs had 400 yards in the game and, you know, average six yards per play. And then we saw what they did today against the Bears, which is still, you know, a high school defense. But <laughs> C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud had a play. I don't know if you saw this play, if you were able to see this during their second scoring drive, everybody was covered. They were deep in Jaguars territory. He had a wide open field. And it almost looked like, it looked like he was jogging and not in a lackadaisical way, but sort of, I know what I have in front of me. Let me keep my eyes downfield. I know what my options are. I'm going to make the right move. It was a very veteran savvy in control of the offense understanding what the defense is giving in front of him move. And I just was, I was incredibly impressed. Yeah. CJ is good. So the, the, my biggest takeaway from like that game was glad we bet it. CJ is good, but 
like you just said, something's wrong with Trevor Lawrence. So that's something we'll definitely be talking about this upcoming week. Uh, in the look ahead line, the Jags were four and a half point um, underdogs, I believe, at uh, 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 with Pittsburgh visiting in week four. I need to check and make sure that line is holding up here at uh, Bet365. Give me one second here. Um, they are now uh, three point. Nope. That's uh, Houston, I meant. Houston, not the Jags. Houston is a three-point dog at home against the Steelers. I don't know. We'll probably want to wait and see what happens with the game tonight. But I'm already going to grab it. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll put that in there. I'm going to grab... Even if Pittsburgh wins, this might move to three and a half, but this just feels like a a nice number for this Houston team at home. Yep. Look, they're going to have momentum for sure. All right, Houston plus three. We'll talk. Yeah, about even that. though it's a nice letdown spot after a big divisional win, we're still taking it's a home dog. Like that's a good number for a team that's not as bad as they are publicly perceived. New Orleans plus one and five. That plus one and a half. That was our other win today. This was a last minute surprise entry, and uh, we only did this because we got confirmation while you and I were on the phone that David Bakhtiari, left tackle, Christian Watson best wide receiver, uh, Jair Alexander, uh, best cornerback, and Aaron Jones, best running back, would be out. Um, The Saints had moved from plus one and a half to a short favorite. So the contest was giving us a better number. So we didn't hesitate. And like, it was the right play. We got very lucky after Jameis came in and that the, the Packers decided to play the analytics play and when they were down, go for two to go yeah. up 18-17 uh, so we don't have to have the field goal in play because we probably would have lost. We probably would have lost by a point and a half. No, it's, I say all the time, it's crazy how sharp the books are. And that's why we get so hung up on numbers sometimes because all these numbers have a reason. There's all, like we talk all the time, all these models, you're just, you're simulating the game 10,000 times and you're trying to predict the most likely outcome for 10,000 times the game's played. And when a number lands like that, like Chad, it's my favorite thing. Like it landed right on one and a half. Um, who knows how that game would have went if their card stayed in it, but everything changed. They went from being able to drive the field, get first downs to a 17 to three lead just disappeared as soon as he went out. So yeah, a lot of props to Jordan Love. Guy was lost for three quarters and he found it in the fourth quarter. Felt very lucky to cover that number, Chad. So thankfully I bet it all week at two and one and a half. So I mean, unless you bet it literally right before kickoff, you got screwed. But I would say most people that listen to us, um, they got the number earlier in the week. So that was a good one. Uh, by the way, the the Seahawks Panthers game is not quite over yet. So if um Evan or Don't do it to me. I, I don't even want to know. I know mathematically it's not dead by the percentages, but it's, it's over. It's over. They've not it's over. Nearly. It's over. All right. Matt Mitchell just told us it's officially over. All right, great. Fantastic. <laughs> uh do we need like Jordan Love was not very good today, but at the end of the game, when they needed to get some plays, he was a baller and he made a great back shoulder throw in the end zone to Romeo Dobbs, who made some incredible catches today. Yeah. Um, including like a shoestring fingertip back tip of the ball catch that barely kept it off the ground. Do we have to have a conversation about Jordan Love? No. I still think it's exciting if you had bet them before the season to win this division. A lot of pros did. It's it's there for them. Like they're 
right on line with the Lions. Like the Lions are good, but they have a lot of weaknesses. The Packers are good, but they have some big weaknesses. And Jordan Love is inconsistent. Like you saw, there's a couple of throws he missed that were deep where yep. guys were wide open. LaFleur is a great schemer. Like that's a lot of what I'm taking out of this is Aaron Rodgers is really talented, but LaFleur definitely was helping him along the way. And he keeps putting Jordan Love in the best position. So, um, yeah, I still have no idea if this guy is going to be a starter in this league, but I can tell you he's he's proven a lot to me of his never giving up. Like even last week we talked about he was making throws when he was getting hit, and I was like, that was a big deal to me. Like a lot of these guys, after they get a couple of hits, they get a little timid, they get a little scared. They turn into Zach Wilson, like guy you've seen who's taking these hits, and now he's a little timid. He stands in there. So, yeah, got to be excited if you're a Green Bay Packer fan, but still one of those teams that, like, I don't know what they are. Like, I don't know what Green Bay is. I I, I think they're they're better than what I felt they were going to be heading into the season, but I still have a lot of questions about Green Bay. Does Jordan Love become a favorites film room candidate? <laughs> It's a, it's a possibility. It's definitely a possibility. Everyone go to YouTube. Check out the YouTube-only favorites film room video that Simon and I do in which we look at the All-22 and we break down a couple plays uh, from games that we bet on from the weekend that are making us think about how we might want to bet that team going forward. All right. For the first time, Simon, since December 30th, 2018, we had three upsets of over a touchdown on the same day in the NFL. Those teams were the Houston Texans, Colts. the Indianapolis Colts, and they were the Cardinals. Somehow, we only had the Texans. And like, we have made a living, literally, off of betting these huge underdogs in these spots. Let's talk about Atlanta plus three and a half. The first thing that happened when you and I got on this call was how did Atlanta end up as our final five? Boggling my mind. Hey, won't you play another somebody done somebody wrong song? When this game opened at five and a half last week on Sunday night, I'm like, I love this bet. You're like, it's fishy. I don't like it. It stinks. I, I know. And your instincts, your instincts were right on. I think what happened was even all week we talked about taking the lines too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's and like, crazy. And I like, don't know what happened. I kept waiting. Like I was waiting for that number to get to three, oh, and God. like I just never pulled the trigger on it. And I'm like, I honestly, I feel like we suffered from a lot of wise guys buying in. Uh, and then the only note I have is, uh, and this is not blaming it on you at all because I jumped right in. <laughs> no, it's definitely my fault. No, no. The only note I have is uh, you saying, uh, I feel like this is a field goal game. It's a really important hook. I think we got to take it. And like, this is the problem. I think we need to have Mitchell on the call. You said this <laughs> on Sundays because I don't know if we're going too fast or what, but in my head, I'm like, yeah, we got to do it. You know? I know. For seven straight days, I'd been like, I'm not taking Atlanta. I know. No, it's my fault. Like, we even said it before we hung up. Who's our biggest bet? And both of us said the Patriots, and we didn't have the Patriots in there. Doesn't make sense. So I'm not going to start panicking yet. We're only one below 500. But those little wins, losses, these add up at the end of the season. Like, that's such a big miss where we both love the Patriots. We barely, either of us had barely any money in Atlanta. And I don't know how they ended up. It was such a stupid moment. And yeah, I didn't even think about it. Then once the games kicked off, 
I was like, holy shit, I have to cheer for Atlanta in this spot. It was one of those where like, I, I was just, how the hell do we end up? But it's definitely my fault. Yeah. No, I, I take full blame because um, I think it was one of those where you're going through the numbers of each team. And when they hit that number, I was like, that's a good, that's fair value for that Falcons team. And no, everything we said about them is true. That kid Desmond Ritter is not a quarterback. He's terrible. So terrible. Yeah. So instant regret. Um, but that's again, we're about to talk the Denver game. I don't regret the Denver that much, but Atlanta is totally on me. Like that was such a stupid bet. Don't even know I was in there, had barely bet it today, hated it all week, and who knows what happened there. So yeah, definitely hate those moments. I didn't not only did did we have barely any money on it. I had zero dollars on it. I, I had no money. <laughs> yeah, I probably had a thousand. Like I had two two bets on it, so I had nothing on it. Like, Bizarre. What happened there? All right, uh, Denver plus five and a half. Look, we loved this game all week. Um, yeah, we love Sean Payton as a dog. We yeah. thought there was deflation on the Broncos. We thought there was inflation on Miami. There's that week three stat about teams that were going home for the first time in the season as favorites they're horrible against the spread um and yet and yet i can this one i know exactly what happened because we hesitated and i wrote this down i read the number we said it was five and a half your response was classic it, you you were like it's like you had never heard this before you were like fuck is it those bastards and then we like we were off of Denver. We were like completely off of Denver. We were not going to play it. No. We were all in a New England. Yeah. And then right before I put the picks in, <laughs> I think Nick Giffen, who we love and we respect <laughs> Yeah, blame him. him. He, he might have he tracked something in the app that referenced the luck rankings and the fact that Denver has been the unluckiest team and sort of the best opportunity this week in the luck rankings, which by the way, went like, seven and four today or something like that. So it's still a winning play. It's a extraordinarily winning play, but this was one that like, we both love the luck ranking so much. You were like, Oh shit. Nick Giffen just put this in as a luck ranking thing. And we're like, Oh, we got to play it. <laughs> so, yeah. What he, what he put in there in this spot in their luck rankings teams with this big of a discrepancy, it's 12 and one, the road team on the spread as a dog. So well, now it's 12 and two. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. People, I got this sad truth for you. There's, it's impossible to model this Miami team. They're the glitch in the matrix. Like that was a good spot. You always play it. I will never be able to predict an offense putting up seventy points. And the biggest takeaway from it is, I have to make a stay away. Even though whoever plays Miami next week, the Bills is such a great spot to take the Bills, but. I can't let us do it, man. Like these Miami fans have been relentless and I have to keep reminding them. I was the only one that believed in this Miami team last year in Tua. Um, I was a year too early. Like I, I have a lot of regrets betting against them these past three weeks. I keep losing money and I keep losing a lot of it. And yeah, Miami is definitely my kryptonite team this year. Like I, I, I don't got to read on them. Like I couldn't believe how good they were without Waddle today. Like I thought the Waddle thing was going to be a shift for their offense to do because it would be easy. It's like, oh, you just focus on Tyreek Hill, make Tua pass the other guys, right? That was the whole goal. I think first play, it was like a middle of the field pass to Tyreek, and he just took it all the way for a touchdown. And it's like, yep. oh, they just have no one that can keep up with them. Like that's 
it's not like the Patriots who had a guy they could stick on them. So, um, yeah, Miami, we never seen anything like this before. Like, this offense is clicking in every way. So, um, definitely got to go back to the drawing board on them. Like, I don't know. I think I had them power rated AFC maybe five or six and still don't think they can stick with the Chiefs. But them and the Bills this week, that's going to be a major deciding factor for me going forward. Like whoever comes out of this game, because both of them to me are still, I still got the Bills above them. But man, like Miami right now is good. Like that, everything about that. I can't wait to watch the all 22. Every play they called was a smart play. Like, it, it, it's crazy, Chad, how it's just all coming together for this Miami team. I mean, I, I don't know if there's a fan base out there more excited for their team. Miami looks the part. Like, who's going to stop this team? Uh, it's crazy. Like, I can't believe how bad of a bet that was. So, luckily, a quick death. I think it was 35, like 13 and a half. Um, brutal, brutal bet. Uh, right now, the Bills are two and a half point favorites at home against Miami. Holy at- shit. Five. I know. I know. They are begging you right now. Begging you. Son of a bitch. Yeah, because they know the public's going to be all over the Dolphins. They're, they just put 70 points. So, yeah, I'll, I'm going to fire away on that Bills right now. Dude, I was in my car for three I can't minutes. do it. What am I doing? I'm going to fall into my own pattern again. I'm not doing it. Just <laughs> staying away from it. Jesus. Oh, my God. Staying you look away. on your face. That was outstanding. Yeah, because I just said all that. Like, I have to stick true to it. I can't. This Miami is what I'm is- talking about. I'm going broke betting against Miami here. They're killing me. I'm going to tell you how much I'm down on Miami. This is why it's so interesting. You do this professionally. I have been in this business for 20 something years. And yet when it comes time to make the bet, it's like you can short circuit a little bit. Like you, you see something and like (laughs) you immediately forget everything you had just said. And we're, we're like, you know, seasoned. At this, it's not easy. It's not easy. Here's yeah, the that's just, that's just a nice number for the Bills. Yeah, Bills at home under three. I mean, I'm not doing it, but it's an auto play. Uh, listen, if you're gonna lose, lose big in a record breaking game. Also, <laughs> also, if there's any solace here, if there's any solace, Tyreek Hill is still in play to win the reception yardage reception yardage title. True, and we bet him at nine to one before the season started. Um, okay, the last game that we lost was Carolina. We had him a plus five and a half. Again, another surprise bet for me. Um, and and like when Andy Dalton was good and Frank Reich was decent, we still didn't like betting on them. So all of a sudden, <laughs> like Frank Reich turns out isn't very good. And Andy Dalton is like hobbled and confused and every other throw is looks like it's on purpose going out of bounds and yet we decided today was the day we're going to back you. we're going to we're going to back carolina on the, on the road andy what? dalton threw for 360 yards and two touchdowns no interceptions chad yeah andy dalton is also like nearly a top 20 all-time yardage passing passing yardage leader in the nfl <laughs> doesn't mean i ever want to bet on him i don't blame him i mean put up 27 points that that should have got us to cover it's just the defense they were they look pretty good against the Saints, and they totally laid down in this game. And, uh, yeah, I had a great first half, and then the second half they gave up 25 points. So that was the difference. It's just the defense didn't show up. Andy Dalton did. I, I thought the offense played well, but 
Yeah, you give up 37 points and you have Andy Dalton as your quarterback. You're going to lose lose that game and not cover. So, um, sucks. Thought that was like a good number. But, yeah, you're right. Carolina's terrible, but that's another team. Like, I like betting them. Like, even though they're terrible this week, there's little things of their team where it's like they're just missing a couple things here and there. But um, I wouldn't – I wouldn't. maybe I'll stay away if it's Bryce Young as a quarterback. When Andy Dolan's their quarterback, I thought their offense played well. It's just – their defense was atrocious today. You just can't quit the red rifle. <laughs> uh, how did so? We didn't end up with Cleveland, even though it yeah, was, it was a bad mess. What what happened there? Why? Why? It's like I don't know. Did you say the game? I didn't even pop up on my radar. I think it was. You know what? I think the problem was it was three and a half. Yeah, but I didn't and, even care. I've been betting at three and a half all week. But yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um. And the still Pats, though the, the the Patriots is the worst one. Like yeah. I can't can't believe we didn't have that in. Um, I think they won by five. I'm not positive. Yep. But it was a number where like there was a little sweat because I think they were only up three at one point. It was like okay, this is why I hate myself for betting this number. And then they got a safety, and it's just like it's Zach Wilson. That was never really in fear. So yeah, that's what I mean. I take the full blame because I don't know how the hell we had Atlanta in and not the Patriots. Like that should have been three and two week. Yeah. Fucking two and three is brutal, but yeah, one below 500. We'll get it back next week. On Thursday, on Thursday, I'll remind people that of our final seven, five included winners from the day, New England, Houston, New Orleans, Cleveland, and the Pats. And the two other games that were on the list, the Raiders and the Bucks haven't happened yet. No, it was bad. Oh my God. What happened? We completely short circuited. No, I'm glad I'm out of AC. I think I just had too too many voices in my ear down there. So well, so you know what? I'm, I'm happy so glad to be you back. say that. I'm so glad you say that because I do I do want to ask you a question. Last week at this time, the Bills were six point favorites against the Commanders, and you and I agreed we liked the Bills at that number. I bet the Bills, and then throughout the week, my biggest bet this week was the Bills, and we talked about this on Tuesday and we talked about this on Thursday. Yeah. But at some point during the week. The wise guys came in on Washington. You did your favorite film session on Sam Howell, and it was a great session. And I feel like the wise guys were whispering something in your ear that made you change your mind <laughs> yeah. about the commanders. Yeah, I knew a really smart group on the commanders, and it's people's opinions I trust. And, you know, I had a different opinion on the game, but I agreed with them. I thought Sam looked better. And, he turned back into a pumpkin today. Once again, no one can model that. Like you just don't know when these things are going to happen. Um, so yeah, bad, bad bit by them, but that I you know, that was never gave me in our contest. Luckily, I think it was five and a half, and you were trying to get me on the bills. Yeah. And I wanted to get there, but it was just like, you know, there's certain people I respect where it's like I can't go against them. Like they know what they're looking at, and they were dead wrong. Like total meltdown by Washington, the commanders, bills dominated. Um I think it was like 16 nothing at a half just turnovers they had tons ton of turnovers yeah. from sam so um yeah good read by you, you you're on that one and the culture you're on which i was on the other side of like thought the ravens was a good spot Minshew on the road colts were in that game from the get-go like stupid turnovers by the ravens every little thing and yeah they deserved that win the colts so um like you said three three dogs of seven or more by seven or more one outright today and we only had one of them that that hurt and that's not even how we play. Like, that's not our game. Our game is to play the big dogs and the ugly games that really <laughs> scare us. And we played, we made, we we like, 
we just made bad decisions today. We we had like the week one, week one, we made good decisions and we had some bad beats. Week three, we just made bad decisions. And we had every game. We we just made the wrong choices in the moment. Yeah, I'm just mad about the ones we left out because it, it's hard to find winners. And we had a couple that we had really nailed, like yeah. in the games, how they were going to go. And I don't know how I missed it. Pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Well, you know what, Simon? We can still make good choices. We can make Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor <laughs> of the NFL, part of your game day. Simon, what's the appropriate amount of pizza to eat at a game day party? The whole pie. The whole Pie, order online during our pizza pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Simon, if I turned into a Little Caesars pizza, would you actually eat me? There's only one answer. There's one answer. The answer is yes, Simon. However you order your Little Caesars, you win. And speaking of winning, Everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the tastiest hour before kickoff. All right. Just a reminder. uh, The foxhole was New England minus two and a half. We didn't bother to put it in, even though the line was a two and a half in the contest. The big balls was Cleveland minus three and a half. We didn't put it in, even though the line was three and a half in the contest. What the actual fuck? The executive decision was Denver plus seven. If I'm going to lose, I want it to to be ugly. Uh, The Simon says, still TBD. That was the, uh, that's Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus five and a half uh, against Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night. Ron Robin, not a pretty week. Washington, nope. Denver, nope. Tampa Bay, TBD. New Orleans, nope. Houston, Mm. Houston. That's pretty good. Yeah, the New Orleans one sucked. That sucked. That totally sucked. Because if that wins and we got Tampa Bay tomorrow night, all of a sudden it's three and two in the money line, Ron Robin Parlay instead of, you know, what it is now. All right. Uh, For those who are joining us live right now, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders are currently, I think, um, minus three. Minus three, yeah, three point favorites uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. This line's been steaming. It opened at one and a half. At this time last week, we said, Take the Raiders plus one and a half. It is now Raiders minus three. 
Is this a breaking point for you, Simon? I don't play the Raiders at this point um, because I think the line is just steamed too far. There's too much history of teams when they go from being the underdog to the favorite, uh, not not covering. And the Raiders are one of those teams when they're playing their first home game uh, in week three. Uh, it's not a good scenario for them. So I only like him as an underdog or yeah. slight small favorite, like within the three. I say I took him first half, but if you don't want to take him first half on the spread, um, I like the under. Chris likes the under. Primetime unders are, you know, historically they're 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 good to take. So that that's one of those numbers where I know it's come down from forty four and a half to forty three and a half. I still think that's a nice number. So um, yeah, if you want some action on this game, I like Raiders first half and the under. By the way, as as we speak, there are more and more props being loaded by our experts into the Action Network app. So I would remind everybody, go check it out. I'm getting alerts for some props right now. Um, what is our Monday night football lean? Fairly certain anyone listening to this podcast should know it by now because the wise guys, including us, have been on one side all week. Simon, tell people what that is. Tampa and um Still like the Rams. If 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 you're scared off of the number because it's come so low, I get it. Um, the Rams are usually in this spot. I'd take the Bengals just because the Bengals are at home, zero and two, zero and two ATS. Like it's a good spot for them. But the Joe Burrow stuff just makes me scared. Like people really thought he wasn't going to play, and we still don't know 100 percent if he's going to play. So um, the books don't know what to do. If he does get clear, I think this moves up to minus three. So that's why if you want to wait on the Rams, I get it. But yeah, if you're looking for something to bet right now, we did take Tampa. And yeah, I think Sean gave out uh Tampa's under, right? So yeah, another prime Sean, time uh, under. On the and uh convinced me earlier today, Raybon liked the the Raiders Steelers under tonight, and Sean Kerner liked the under tomorrow. Um Simon, did you know the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States is our sponsor? Game time. I love game time for two reasons. One, because they sponsor this show. Number two, I actually use game time to buy tickets. I've talked about it so much. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. I'm actually opening the game time app right now from my house here in Connecticut. I can get into a New York Yankees game tomorrow night, $6 end of September, beautiful night in the Bronx, $6. Dollars, no matter where you live, download the Game Time app. Get out, have some fun this week. Go sweat your bets live and in person, and you can redeem code Favorites for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app and enter code Favorites for twenty dollars off last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, we talked a little bit about some early leans. Let's go to the Bet Three Six Five app right now. See what some of the lines are. Not all lines are posted yet um, because games are just ending, but uh, certainly we looked at Houston plus three at home uh, against the Steelers. We like that number. Um, we talked about the Bills minus two and a half at home against uh, against the Miami Dolphins. Oh, good lord! Yeah, this week this week's really tough. Like a lot it of is. these a lot of these lines are hanging. Um, you know, the book themselves don't really know what to do with some of these lines where, you know, normally certain teams get certain advantages because they're at home. 
But if, if you're just going through, one that really jumps out, Cleveland right now is minus one and a half against the Ravens. Yeah, that's exactly the one I was. That's exactly the one I looked at. Yeah. So we'll grab the Ravens as a dog, or are you thinking Browns? Probably Ravens as a dog. That's what I'm thinking. Like yeah. Ravens played terribly. Yep. Browns had the best game of their season. Well, who knows? Maybe we need to revisit this Browns thing of uh, the Browns at home are juggernaut because they they dominated the Bengals. And then today, Tennessee, they dominated them. Like they were a different class. So just to me, that's an interesting number, though. I'd make this game a pick. It's it's kind of wild that the Ravens are plus one and a half. Um, You know, another game that jumps out, but it's in London, so I won't touch it is that Falcons-Jaguars game. Like, Atlanta plus three. It's tempting because the Jaguars do look broken, but me and Chad, we we try to stay away from uh, betting these London games. We had a bad experience with it. It's also just like these two teams right now, there's no no advantage there. Uh, I would say there is Atlanta. Like, I don't know who is going to be on Atlanta. I feel like everyone's going to jump off it because it's what we just saw. Ritter, Ritter is terrible. Terrible. He is terrible. Um, I'm shocked your Bears team, how far they've fallen. They are a plus two and a half dog at home against, against Denver. Denver. Like, that's another line we're probably going to have to take. I'm going to wait because I think we might be able to get three here because I'm getting it's plus two and a half, plus 100 right now for the Bears. So I'll just wait. I won't make any runners go hit that yet because to me, I'll, I'll just wait to get the three this week. Um, th- that's definitely an interesting game. Uh, total train wreck, though, the Bears. I mean, th- they could be one of those teams that, like, their whole season is just a disaster. We even talked this week, all their distractions, and they came out and laid the biggest egg of eggs. Um, there was no fight in that team. No. At all. They, I mean, it was truly from the second the game started – they were on their heels, backpedaling, wide open spaces. It was cool that Taylor Swift was at the game, though. <laughs> I'll hold my opinion on Taylor Swift. I don't want to get yelled at. Um, oh, my God. Dude. All right. Taylor Swift, I feel like. Americans draw, don't know what good music is. You could draw a line <laughs> from Shakespeare to Dickens to, to Twain to Springsteen, to oh, Taylor God. Swift. That's oh, how good of a writer she is. She is that good of a writer. I have uh, lived by a philosophy that if I meet someone, they tell me they're a huge Taylor Swift fan, it lets me know all I need to know about that person. And I think many people out there know what I'm talking about. Maybe you'll tell me off air, because now I want to know, but I don't want <laughs> no, to. No, Taylor, Taylor Swift fans, like Swifties, are psychos. Like, if I meet someone, they tell me they're a Swiftie, I immediately, I, I go... Oh, I have to go talk to that person over there. I just get out of the conversation. By the way, you can appreciate how great she is and how she manages her business and the songwriting without feeling like you're a Swifty. That's fair. She's just not my cup of tea. I like Florence. I like Adele. I like British singers, you know? I like all them too. All right, but let's get back to the games. (laughs) Um, uh, Let's see. I mean, this, it's, these it's, are tough lines, brother. Like, I'm lines. trying to, I'm trying to find us some good value, but like a lot of these are weird numbers. Like, are are you people going to listen to me and take the Panthers plus three against Minnesota? Probably not, but that is a good number against Kirk Cousins, who's a train wreck right now. Um, yeah, like like last week, I had like two or three games that really jumped out, and this week, like, I kind of need to just 
get over it and pull the trigger where it's like Washington's plus seven right now against the Eagles. That's a good number. Arizona's 14 and a half against the 49ers. Yes. That's a good number. It, like there's a couple big numbers here. New England plus seven against that, the Cowboys. Okay, hold on. That's a good game, number. The game that I want to talk about was New England plus seven. Let's talk because about Because that, that feels a little high to me. Yeah. Although I, I am really worried about Mac Jones. Like, I don't think any offense that is created around Mac Jones is going to put him in a position to succeed. He's not very good. He's just not very good. Dude, he played the Eagles, then Miami, and then just played in a tsunami against the Jets. It's all fair what you're saying. Um, but that's a lot, a lot of points for a Cowboys team that I think they can be schemed up. Like, we just saw Arizona – out scheme this Cowboys offense um that that's just a shocking number so again I'm not firing away on this because I do want to run these through my model but like Arizona the page like Arizona 14 and a half that's crazy but this is what it's going to be like I think Evan joked about it earlier today that like they're begging people to bet Arizona no one was betting them like they couldn't get any any Arizona money every Whew, every parlay, everything was tied to that Cowboys game. So, yeah, we're asking Lightning to strike twice, taking the Cardinals here um, after a big win. They're 3-0 ATS. Crazy. Don't forget, don't forget, uh, 3-0 against the spread, 22% of the tickets in all, 22% or less of all tickets, Evan <laughs> is telling us, in all three games, which is insane. But don't forget. That's why hotels are built, brother. Right. Don't forget Arizona this week at home next week on the road against San Francisco with a little bit extra time. Div- entirely different scenario. Betting them as big dogs. I just the love they gave us 14 and a half, though. Like that's such a key number. And they're just they're saying, please, anybody give us <laughs> something against this 49ers team in case the Arizona gets blown out here. Um, yeah, that's 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 a big, big spread, Chad. And, you know. There's a couple of big spreads that I do like. I'm not going to like just jump on them right now, but the Chiefs versus the Jets, like we keep talking about this Chiefs defense. Getting better. They're good, man. They, they are. Jones rude. has been all over the offensive backfield. Like he is. And their linebacking core yeah. is really good. Um, yeah, this, this Chiefs team is for real. So uh, I see the book open them minus nine. I can see that getting to minus 10. By the time we do a show Tuesday, it just feels like everyone's going to throw that into their teasers, take the money line of the Chiefs. Um, That's that's another nice number. And sadly, that's our Sunday night game because this was when Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be the quarterback for the Jets. So, yeah, Chad, I I think I think I'm almost positive. Me and you are going to end up on the Patriots this week. Like I just if they're seven and a half. Six and a half. How how do we not take that number? Their defense is so good. The Patriots. We're going to bet the Patriots every single week <laughs> it's, so it's, we, it's looking here, that way here's the question will we remember to put them in the contest every <laughs> single week that is the question right now our early leans like we're not we're not unloading we're not firing every bullet on these games but houston plus three to me feels like the one i'm most confident in pulling the trigger on um okay uh uh Baltimore plus one and a half. I'm more interested in probably 70%. I want to give it maybe an hour or two tonight and do some, some legwork. New England plus seven, Arizona 14 and a half, uh, Jets plus nine. I'm not quite ready to 
to unload there yet. Yeah, if people are looking for what favorites I have bet so far, I took the Rams. They were minus one against this cold steam. Um, Chad's definitely, I'm on the other side of Chad. Chad's a believer in this cold steam. I'm still skeptical, even though I took their over heading into the season. And another favorite I took a small bet on was the Saints. Uh, the Saints are minus three right now. Um, weird number. I don't know how they can hang that without knowing who the quarterback is. So I think, I feel like they know something more than I do. So I'm just going to throw a little on this Saints minus three, just in case Tampa, if they do get blown out by this Eagles team, I could see this number getting up to four. So um, that's that's the first game back for Kamar at home. The Saints, after such a bad loss, even their defense, like this is a good spot to back the Saints team at home in a divisional game uh, against a short week that the Bucks will be on. So, um, yeah, if people want to know what favorites I like, I like the Chiefs, I like the Saints, and I like the Rams. All right. As a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. They believe that every sport should be epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never Ordinary at Bet365, must be 21 or older, must be present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. Catch our next episode live on Tuesday, 1.45 p.m. Eastern on the Action Network YouTube page and on AMP or in the Action Network app. Don't forget to download us from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. For Simon Hunter, I am Chad Millman. Say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until Tuesday at 145, love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.